Good afternoon. I have decided to take the podcast on the road. I have been moving around in my house and、um, I bought a, a new house like a few months ago, but I have not been able to move yet due to some circumstances. And so I feel like my house is just not inspiring anymore. <laughs> That's why I have been refraining from recording podcasts and everything. And so right now I've just decided to take it on the road and I was going to take a walk. But the weather is so bad here, unfortunately. So, right now I'm in, my, I'm in my car and I just really felt inspired to record a new episode for you, especially since I've been doing a lot of shadow work for the past few weeks and I've like been integrating that into my own life. And this has led me to new ideas and new topics for this podcast. And so, today I wanted to talk about being scared of like taking a leap and what that actually means and why you are taking or why you are scared of taking that leap. A few weeks ago, I posted a TikTok on my account and it kind of blew up more than I expected because I don't really post there often. And when I do it, I get like 2,000 views or something. And so, this time I, I had so many of you <laughs> comment and everything, which is great. So, if you're here from TikTok, welcome. This is the Take to Leap podcast. And because of that video, a few of you messaged me on DM、um, on Instagram and also on TikTok itself. We kind of just got talking about jobs and career, of course, because that's my main topic.、Um, and A few of you mentioned that you are so scared of taking a new job or like switching jobs and actually taking that leap. And even though you are so unhappy in your current situation or、um, it's not something that you are really thriving in, even, even with that situation going on, you are still scared of taking that leap and going forward and moving into new waters. And Yeah, of course, it's scary. And this, this theme has been very common for many of you. And so that's why I wanted to address that in this podcast today. And it's not just about career, it's not just about changing jobs. It can also mean, you know, moving, having this, or taking a big step in your relationship. All of those things are big leaps in life and can feel really scary. But something, there's something below the surface. That's something that I've integrated in the past few weeks. Like I've said, like I've been working on my own shadow work and. There are always things below the surface that we don't really consciously think about enough that are holding us back from taking these, these big leaps. And so that's something that I've wanted to address today. The main question that I, that I wonder about the most is like, why is it so scary to take that leap? Like, why is it scary to make that decision? Even though you're very unhappy or unsatisfied in your current situation and you want to move towards something that for you seems like a better situation, why is it so scary to move towards that if you know or if you're genuinely convinced that the thing that you're moving towards is better for you? It shouldn't be scary, right? Because if you know that the thing that you're moving towards is better than what you currently have, Then it should just be easy to, to jump in and take action and go for the things that you want. But something about Taking that leap is scary, and I always wonder why. Part of that, of course, is that it's unknown, right? You don't know what's waiting for you on the other side. The grass always seems greener on the other side when you're thinking about it, but you don't know that for sure. You don't know if that next situation in your life is going to be better than the one that you have now. Part of that, I think, and I don't want to speak for everyone, but part of that is. The influence of social media, the influence of your friends, your family,、um, just media in general, where we romanticize 
other opportunities, right? So when you are in a relationship, people romanticize being single. And when you are single, people romanticize being in a relationship. And the same thing happens with jobs and career where once you've chosen something to do, people romanticize something else or you romanticize something else in your head. Like if you are employed right now, you romanticize being your own boss and um, maybe it's the other way around maybe you have your own business but it's not going so well and so you are romanticizing being employed and having a steady income and stuff like that Um, and social media and friends I think play a big part in this because we see it around ourselves so often we are so often confronted with the other side right The, the grass is greener on the other side you're often so confronted with um digital nomads you know opening up their laptops on like beaches of Bali, you know, so we are so often looking at that. And we're like, Oh, damn, I wish that was me. Um, Same thing with relationships or like, I have it on TikTok when I'm like, scrolling on it. And I I do that a lot. Unfortunately, it's one of my bad habits. Um, When I'm scrolling, I see other people's like interior design. I'm so jealous. I'm like, Oh, my God, how do I curate such a nice interior because I I have no taste when it comes to like furniture whatsoever so whenever I see people on TikTok with the perfect houses I'm like damn you know I should I should hire an interior designer to do my house so we are so often confronted with things that are better more beautiful or that seem better and that are more that seem more beautiful to us and better than our current situation and then circling back to why it's scary to take that leap of faith it's because the unknown seems like it's better but we're not sure of that Um, we make it so in our heads but we are not like genuinely sure that it is better than what we currently have So I've been sitting with this why question a lot. Like, why is it so difficult to take that leap of faith for some? And why do people like me, I thrive in like taking leaps. That's why my podcast is called Take the Leap. Because I I genuinely enjoy that feeling of uncertainty. I genuinely enjoy not knowing what comes next. And I thrive off of it. And maybe that's not a healthy obsession. But... I've just noticed that throughout my life, I've taken big leaps of faith and they've always worked out for me. And so in some way, I've programmed my brain that, you know, the next thing that I'm going to do is not scary and it's always going to be fine. It's, It's something that I keep saying to myself often, like I am like a cat, like I always land on my feet. I know that because I have taken that leap of faith a few times in my life and things have always worked out. Maybe not the way that I had envisioned at first. But they've always worked out. And in some way, even the situations that I didn't like as much have taught me so much that now that I look back on it, it was always good for something. And in hindsight, of course, it's much easier to say than beforehand. But through that action taking, I've built so much trust in myself that whenever I need to take a big leap of faith, I know I'm going to be all right. So I've dissected that over the past few weeks. Like, why is it? easy for me or well it's not easy because it doesn't get easier but it does you don't you do become more confident in taking leaps and you do become it becomes like your comfort zone basically because you know that everything is going to be all right so it's easier to surrender I guess and it's easier to let go and let things unfold the way that they're supposed to unfold and part of that and that's something that I've been working on for the past few weeks is 
understanding the underlying beliefs, the subconscious beliefs that happen when you have to take a leap. And I've been reading and studying up on this a lot. And I know that my coach, when I was in his program two years ago, we've talked about this like many times. Whenever you're working with limiting beliefs, there's always some type of payoff. Something is always gaining something, even if you're in the shittiest situation. And here's what I mean by that. Let's say that you have a job that you don't like right now. You go to work. It's not a field that you want to be working in. It's just you know that it's a temporary job to something better that you want to get. And you don't like the the work that you do necessarily, like the tasks. You don't really like the people that you're surrounded with. You don't really like the work culture that presents itself in the office. You're genuinely just not happy in the position that you're in. Your conscious mind, so what you're conscious of is the fact that you hate it there, right? That's something, that's a fact for you. You don't like it. But subconsciously, something is happening for you to stay stuck in that position. And this is the part where it's going to hurt a little bit. Because by going to that job every single day and by choosing to stay there, some part of you or like the needs that you have are being met. There is some type of payoff. What I mean by that is, let's say you enjoy the comfort zone. Like you are scared to go out. You enjoy the comfort zone. So that means that even though you hate it, you have some type of predictability in your day. So yes, you hate what's going on, but you do know every day that you wake up and you have to go to your job, you know exactly what people you're going to meet, you know exactly what meetings you're going to have, you know exactly what tasks you have to do. And so that creates some type of predictability for you. So subconsciously, you enjoy that predictability of your day, even though consciously you hate it. That's one example. Another example could be, and this is personal to everyone, but Another example could be that you have a very underlying or subconscious belief that you are not good enough. And so you avoid applying to new jobs because you are scared that you will not be good enough to do it. You will not be qualified enough to do that new job. Right now, in your current situation, you know that you can do the things that are asked of you, right? You know exactly what tasks you need to be doing, you know exactly how to execute them. So it feels like a comfort zone. But if you have this underlying subconscious belief that you think that you are not good enough, that is going to withhold you from applying to new jobs because every job application that you look for online, it has like these lists of requirements. Deep down, somewhere in your brain, it says, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. And we have all been there. I've been there too because I know that when I was looking for new jobs and I would be, you know, reading over all of these requirements, which were ridiculous, by the way, um, yeah, something inside of me was triggered like, oh, but I can't do that. Or like, oh, no, I've never done that before. So they're not going to hire me because I, you know, I can't do that. I can't prove to them that I can do it. So a limiting belief of not feeling like you're good enough can also be the underlying issue of not being able to take that next step. Another example could be that you feel like you're not worthy, which is a little bit different than not being good enough. Like not being worthy means that you feel like you are not valuable enough and that you don't contribute as much 
to the situation as other people or that you don't deserve the true happiness that other people get. And this issue is pretty deep and it's not something that you can or that, you know, is solved easily and it, it is prevalent in your current situation or in your current job. Uh, but if you don't feel worthy of deserving happiness and security and success, then that's going to withhold you from taking that next big step. For example, if you have a current job right now that you, you know, that you despise and you want to, you dream of becoming that manager or you dream of becoming that big business owner. But if you have this underlying belief, this fear of not being worthy enough, then you will never put yourself in that position because you feel like you don't deserve to have that position. And so <laughs> these are just a few examples. And I've I've had these conversations with you in the DMs and, you know, it's very difficult to to give each and every one of you like individual advice, especially when I'm talking through like a big medium through like a podcast or just a general DM, you know, it's not going to be enough to really dissect what's going on in your subconscious. But these are just some examples that you can think of um, that might come up when you're thinking about limiting beliefs regarding your career and not being able to take that leap. And then, of course, the question arises like, okay, but which ones are applicable to me? So you have to look at yourself and figure out what your subconscious or underlying beliefs are that are keeping you stuck from taking that leap. And, of course, what the payoff is for each of those limiting beliefs. So we just talked about... Um, the ones regarding career, right? So if you have any of these underlying beliefs, the payoff of that is that you stay in your current situation, you are in a predictable situation where you know how to act, you know how to deal with the people around you and the things around you. You are able to kind of protect yourself from any type of critique or feedback. You, The payoff can be that by staying in a job that's below your level, you feel like you're doing a good job because you're being praised a lot because you know what you're doing. Whatever underlying belief you have, there's some type of payoff. Something is being satisfied. That's a better word. Something is being satisfied within yourself by staying stuck in this current situation because of this limiting belief. Your limiting belief, that underlying belief that you're not currently thinking about too much, is being satisfied. And that kind of hurts, right? That's the shadow work that I've been doing over the past few weeks. And I've been doing it in regards to my personal relationships where I've been in, in a pattern of staying with people who are not emotionally available to me. And I really had to look deep inside of myself. Like, why, why am I staying stuck in these patterns? What is keeping me from moving forward with people who are emotionally available to me? And what is actually being satisfied within myself when I stay with people who are emotionally unavailable to me. And I've gotten to a point where I've accepted and I have completely embraced the fact that I enjoy working for other people's affection. And that sounds so strange and it sounds so wrong. And it is, you know, when you think about it rationally, it really, it makes no sense. It makes no sense to enjoy being continually rejected by other people in love it makes no sense but somehow some way for me that's been my comfort zone 
And it took a lot of meditation. It took a lot of journaling. It took a lot of just sitting in silence and thinking about these things to come to that conclusion. Even if I didn't want to admit that to myself, I did not, of course, you don't want to admit that whatever you're doing is not working out for you. And you don't, and even worse, you don't want to admit that you enjoy the feeling of what's hurting you. And the same thing applies to career and jobs, whatever. Something in your unconscious is keeping you from moving forward in finding that new job. And that's why it's scary. So it's up to you to acknowledge what underlying belief is hurting you. Accepting that, embracing that, integrating that within yourself and then taking action from there. Because if you allow yourself to fully acknowledge and fully enjoy, and this sounds really weird, but fully enjoy that feeling of hurt, what's keeping you stuck, you're going to be so satisfied with embracing it that you don't need to look for it in your day-to-day life. So let's say that you have an underlying belief of not being good enough. Every time in your day-to-day life, in your waking life, when you feel like, oh shit, I didn't do this right. Oh, I must be bad. Oh, I didn't do it right. I'm not good enough. Every time you hear that thought cross your mind, you're just going to give it like an emotional hug. Like, okay, I understand. (laughs) I am embracing the fact that I feel like I'm not good enough. I hear you. I see you. I acknowledge you. Thank you for bringing that thought up into my head. And then you're done. You're you're releasing it by embracing it. Becoming aware of these patterns in your life and the situations that you don't like and you and those that are not serving you is so important. Just being aware of those patterns in your life and knowing where they come from and knowing how to solve them is what's going to give you the trust to move forward. And that is what people mean by looking the devil in the eye and doing it anyway, like being scared and doing it anyway. That's what people mean when they say, I'm scared, but I'll do it anyway. They acknowledge the fact that there are certain patterns in their life that are keeping them stuck. They are aware of that. They know that. They know what they are. They know what intrusive thoughts are keeping them stuck. And they continue to choose to take different actions to make sure that they build the trust within themselves to create a better future. Because that's how confidence is is built, right? It's not something that we're born with. You're not born like a confident person. You become confident in yourself because you continually prove to yourself that you can stick to your word and do things that are outside of your comfort zone. People who are confident have proven to themselves time and time again that whatever they do, whatever they take action on is going to work out because they've proven that to themselves. But the only way to do that is by taking action. So sitting behind your phone screen and looking at the computer and just sitting on your couch and not doing anything but thinking about how the grass is greener on the other side is not going to build confidence for you. And by doing so, you're making that gap, I feel, to take the leap even bigger because you're creating scenarios in your head that might not even be there. This is a this is a heavy topic. Like I I know that and it's it's very deep and it's very woo-woo. It's very wishy-washy. <laughs> I know that whenever I talk it doesn't always make sense maybe. Um 
But let me just kind of recap what we've gone through up until now. So you're scared of taking a leap, whatever it is. Let's stick to career and job for now because that's the most common question that I get. I'm scared of taking I'm scared of taking the leap to my new job because I don't know what's waiting for me on the other on the other side. Okay, you need to figure out for yourself why you are scared of taking that step. What is below the surface that is not allowing you to make that step? What belief is there in your mind that is keeping you stuck? And then the next part is what is the payoff? What is that limiting belief actually doing for you? How is that making you happy in the moment? How is that making you comfortable? And then once you've written that down or figured that out for yourself, you can then start to do practices to integrate that and actually embrace and allow yourself to feel those feelings. And then the next step is taking action on your desires, on the things that you're scared about, fully acknowledging the things that you're scared of. So yes, I am in a situation right now that I don't like. I have a job that I don't like. I'm still there because I am scared of not being good enough. And so that is why I am not applying to new jobs because I'm scared that I will not get hired. I'm scared that I will not be good enough to do the tasks that are asked of me in that new job. And so that's why I'm not taking action right now. I fully acknowledge the fact that I I know, I think that I'm not good enough. I have to prove to myself that that's not true. I have to prove to myself that that's not true. And I have exercises for that um, as well. So you prove to yourself that you are good enough in your current situation. That is going to give you the confidence to step up and actually apply to those other jobs. And that's how you change the course of your life. Because you have then decided that yes, you are scared, but you take action anyways. And that is how you move forward in your life. That is how you create success. But as you can see, it takes fully understanding the unconscious, the subconscious beliefs that are in your mind in order to move forward, to take away that fear. And the point that I do want to highlight is the only way to get over that fear, right? Okay, so now that in this episode, we're talking about acknowledging that fear, but then the only way to... To get over that fear is by taking action. You, The best way that I can describe it is um, jumping out of an airplane, right? The more you... I've, I mean, I've never jumped out of an airplane, but I imagine it going something like this, right? You're flying in a plane, the door opens, and you see the abyss below you. You see, like, just air, and you see how how small everything is below you. And you can choose to sit there and look at it, but the fear of jumping will grow, Or you can just go and experience along the way that it actually isn't that scary and you're in the moment. And of course you feel the fear when you jump. We all do. Or you're some type of like psychopath. But we all feel the fear when we jump. But then once we are inside of that experience, you get this adrenaline rush, right? And I have never met anyone who has taken such a big leap of faith in their life, who has not had that huge adrenaline rush, doesn't always mean that it had to be a positive experience. I mean, I I don't want to jump out of an airplane. And even if I would, I would still enjoy it. I would have this adrenaline rush. And if someone were to ask me, would you do it again? I think my answer would be no, because I, I don't find that a very pleasant experience. 
you know, um, so it doesn't always mean that, you know, the falling down, the jumping has to be a pleasant experience, but it is a, it is an experience and it's going to either teach you a lesson about yourself or it's going to be fucking amazing. That is what having faith means, right? Knowing that even though you're going to take this big and huge scary step in your life, it's either going to be amazing, it's going to be better than you thought, or it's going to be a lesson. Yes, in the moment, it might not be a pleasant experience. But looking back in your life, looking back once it's all finished, you're going to say, okay, it wasn't that great, but I survived and I did okay. And I learned these and these lessons. And the more you jump, the more you take that leap of faith, the more you're going to cultivate that trust within yourself, the more you're going to see that you are always capable. You're always capable of surviving things. And I can say from personal experience, that is especially true when it comes to jobs and career. I don't know if you follow the news lately, but there is like a big shortage of people right now. They're looking for people in the event management business, they're looking for people in the um, hospitality business right now because of, you know, the COVID situations, there's a, there's a big shortage of people. So there, is, there are enough jobs right now that you can apply to. So if I were to sum it up, there are two things, if I have to answer the questions in my DMs right now, there are two things that you can do to take that next step in your career one you need to dive deeper into yourself and see what beliefs are holding you back and what the payoff is and two it's a matter of cultivating trust within yourself so that you are able to take the next step with confidence the way to do that is by taking action by doing it even if it's little things like Maybe you're an introvert and you're scared of giving presentations. Like giving that presentation at your job in a meeting is going to prove to you that you can do it. Doesn't always mean that you have to take big leaps every single day in your life, but it can be little things that you can do during the day that are going to prove to you that you are worth it, that you are valuable, that you are good enough. And if you do that consistently, You'll build this confidence within yourself. And the more confidence you have in yourself and in life and knowing that whatever you are going to do is going to be a success, the more confidence you have in that idea, the easier it'll be to take a step towards a new career path or a relationship or a big travel opportunity or moving, whatever it is. Okay, it's not the practical answer that you've been looking for, I'm sure, because I'm sure that you've just been looking for the answer as in apply to these jobs and um, do it this way and then get hired. <laughs> I know that and this is something that is not talked about enough in the coaching space where people come to me and they're like, they, ex they expect me to tell them what type of job they should get next. Like, I am not a fortune teller. I cannot tell you what job is best for you. I cannot tell you what the next step in your life should be. I, I don't have the, the authority to do that. Only you have the authority in your life to make decisions that serve you. So I, I love how people are always expecting coaches to give them the answer, but I it's just not possible no one can tell you what to do you are an adult 
you have your own life. You have your own vision for your life. You are the only one that can make the decision. What we can do as a coach and what that's what the coaching industry I feel is all about is listen to you and give you permission to do the things that you want to do. Sometimes all it takes is just someone saying to you, you're allowed to do that, right? Or go for it. If you feel like you want to do it, do it. That's what the coaching space is all about. It's not about giving you straight answers. It's about asking more questions so that you can get to the deeper level inside of yourself so that you can find the answers within yourself. You have all the answers. You know what you want to do. And I keep saying that as well, that like 90% of the people or even more, 99% of the people that I coach already have an idea of what they want to do. They know what job they want to apply to. They're just they're scared, you know, that's, that's that fear of taking that leap. So there, there are these underlying issues. And then there's also the fear of, um, you know, being judged by other people or, um, you know, what your parents might say, or your friends might say, or it's like a status issue sometimes, right? Where people don't want to change jobs because their friends from college all have like these high level jobs. And now you want to do something different. So you feel like you don't fit in anymore. There's so many reasons. Um, but inside of yourself, you already have the answers. It's just being brave enough and courageous enough to take action on what you want. And I think this is the perfect time to end this podcast episode. I think it's a perfect positive note. And if you have any more questions about this, let me know. You can find me on Instagram. You can also find me on TikTok, apparently. And I will speak to you in the next episode.